Well, here we are, gang. The first, and as we discussed earlier, perhaps last, mm -hmm. Bogeyman Classic podcast. Just, uh, what, three short days, four short days ahead of the 2020 Bogeyman Classic, which, yeah, four more sleeps. You reminded me was a uh, was the five-year anniversary. We made it. That's right, Dan O'Neill here uh, representing Team O'Connell. We'll get into that later. And alongside Tom McKittrick, reigning Bogeyman Classic champion. Hey, thanks for saying that, Dan. Tough to say. Yeah. Thanks for saying it, though. Oh, it hurts. Squeezed it out. Glad to be here. Exciting. This is exciting times. It is an exciting time. As we were talking about earlier, I can hardly wait. I'd, I'd like to get in the car and drive down there right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sit on the first tee until Thursday afternoon. Yeah, watch all the people that have tee times yeah. go in front of you. Yeah, it's going to be good. Looking but forward to it this year. The the We'll go through a little bit of the the history of the, of the event. We'll talk about this year and some of the specifics. And um, then we'll get into, like, some quick fire stuff, some, some favorites. Uh, and then, of course, our predictions, which I can... I can probably predict what our predictions are going to be for the winners, but MVP is kind of up in the air. Sure, that's uh, and maybe who are you scared of most on the other team is something to something to talk about. Absolutely. Typically, it's been a, a four-person event. Yeah. Uh, but this year, we we decided to expand the field. Finally, to, to to almost an overwhelming response. <laughs> I think at one point we were flirting with 15, 16 people going yeah. on this thing. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, we're down to 10, though. We're down to 10, which is a good number. Great number. Two teams. We've got a solid format in place. But before we get there, let's let's go into the history. Let, let's go into the, the catalyst. What really what really made this event happen in the first place? It was a... Uh, I felt like it was um, something we'd all been wanting for a long time, but just... Maybe we're afraid to say it out loud. Well, if you go deep enough, it in theory starts with Jake and I's tickle fight back in 2010, where we had our three-day tournament, all-stroke play, uh, where we went to Peevely, which was Jake's choice, which was interesting because that does nothing for his game. No. Uh, and then we went to the Falls in St. Charles, which we have not been back to since. Uh, who knows if it's still there? <laughs> I'm sure it's a neighborhood now at this point. Uh, and then Gateway, where we played the tips and had caddies. That's right. Um, and made an ass out of ourselves. Uh, that's kind of where it started. And then I think we finally just decided to pull the trigger on a golf trip. And uh, your old man, the godfather, the bogeyman, Came through with some, uh, we'll call it steeply discounted golf yeah. in beautiful French Lake, Indiana. I think that'd be fair. And that was, uh, obviously everybody was in for that and it took off from there. So we've done French Lick in 16, Branson in 17, where we did Buffalo Ridge, Ledgestone, Branson Hills. Branson Hills might be the hardest course we've ever played sneakily the hardest court no one talks about it huh. they should it's no right one talks up about it because it's too hard and no one plays it probably. yeah it's right up there with uh you know carnoustie and some of those courses that have a ton of bite to them i mean if you love 
a tight course, lined by woods and heavy rough, and you're in heaven at Branson Hills. Uh, I think I shot a 91 and beat everybody. A beautifully manicured course. But oh, yeah, man, gorgeous. Oh, man. Gorgeous. It, uh, man, oh, man, was it tough. Yeah. Uh, back to the uh, to French Lick, the third year, and that was O'Connell um, set out that year for for childbirthing purposes, and Pat Painter stepped in. That's right. And he waved the white flag on about hole five on day one. Very early. Um, but it was still a good time. Well, he was. He enjoyed the casino. He, was. he enjoyed the casino, I think. Yeah. Well, sort of. <laughs> And then uh, back to Branson last year, I couldn't tell you, and we were going to go to like four other places last year before settling on Branson. I don't know what happened to everything else. My uh, guess is it, it, it was probably a cost. It was probably a cost thing. I think I know what happened. I think I was fishing as I, and as I tend to yeah. uh, for, uh, for a, good, a good deal. And um, yeah, I just didn't in, get any bites. Plays in Texas. To continue the metaphor. close to doing. Yeah. So uh, we decided to go to Branson as a uh, sort of a fallback. In the cup run, probably. That's right. But as we will get into, Branson should not be treated as a fallback. Absolutely it is not. A, it is an absolute top notch. Yeah, the big cedar courses are golf as good as it gets as far as Midwest golf trips go. Uh, 100%. We should get into the name. The name, as you, you sort of got into there, the name changed over the years. Yeah. It was originally the O'Connell Cup for some weird reason. Just thought it'd be funny. Yeah. It's funny just because anything with O'Connell is kind of funny. Yeah. And then we changed it to the Bogeyman Classic in honor of the Bogeyman who had an illustrious 30-year career. Yes. At the Post-Dispatch. And the hundreds of dollars he saved us in Greens. That's right. Yeah, it was mostly because of his uh, his connections. Yeah, uh, it's kind of an honor of that. But and he uh, makes for a fantastic logo. We have a logo now. hundred percent. And we it looks talk fantastic. about that. Okay. And we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, courtesy of uh, my cousin Aaron. Huh? Um, but yeah, we got so it's it's sort of turned into something now. This year we got a. We got a logo, we got an invitation, we got a, a wonderfully scripted invitation. It is. Uh, written and, and uh, soon to be voiced by the bogeyman uh, himself, oh, the Godfather. So look out for that. I hope we can get him on the podcast one of these times. So I, I'm sure he I, but I can tell you right now, he's got plenty of time on his hands. So He's the guy for us then. Well, we had, we had our eyes set on the West Coast this year. We were locked and loaded for... Uh, Seattle, mm-hmm. going to play Chambers Bay, and uh, two courses near there, and a pretty attractively priced package that they have up there. Great price. Old coronavirus strikes, and uh, we said, well, let's go back to our old friend Branson and eliminate some uh, some risks. And, yeah, it's, uh, it's safer. Yeah, I don't have to fly, no airports. It's comfortable. You know, we're comfortable with our surroundings. And we know we're going to. We know we're going to great courses. We with Chambers Bay, we knew we were going to at least one really, really good one. Yeah, really good. And uh, by uh, by all reviews, the other two were good as well. Yeah. Um, but now we know we're going to. 
I guess you would call mountaintop, of course. Yeah. We're going to three great mountaintop to me, and we'll we'll talk about that. Is is the future of golf architecture? I think all these places now yeah. have For or sure. are building something like mountaintop, and we'll we'll talk about that a little bit. But it's yeah. it's just fantastic. It's a fantastic tie-in to any golf trip. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so we just recently. Uh, divvied up the teams, had a draft. Our first draft. Our first draft. It was, uh, I think we had plans. We had bigger plans for it. We were going to have a whole kind of night. We we're going to make a night of it. Yeah. And we did a little uh, golf, a little dinner. But, you know, things happen. And yeah. It's tough we're to trying right to, we're trying to be, uh, as safe and, and responsible as we can be. So, yeah. We did it over a Zoom call, and uh, why don't you go over? Why don't you go over your Tom was one of the captains, obviously, and then and then uh, Tim, who's not with us tonight. Yeah, one of the captains. Is I think I guess O'Connell got first pick. We took you, and I took Jake. Captain's drawn out of a hat. Correct. For all those. There is a video evidence of that. Uh, the beautiful Neil family not anymore, assisted. Actually. It's been deleted. In that Trish, I thought was wearing. Too many clothes for it, but yeah, um, but yeah we, had to, a, we had to sex it up for the uh, for the camera. But, uh. Yeah, so we uh, that's how we got the ball rolling. Um, yeah, so I got Jake, and then uh, it was a pretty tough call between Ko um, and Otto. I went with Otto for his recent success at, at Buffalo Ridge there in Branson. In the last six weeks, he went there, shot a, a tidy 81 or 82. Uh, that was too tough to pass up. He's getting 16 strokes. No, yeah, 16 strokes. Is he getting that many as well? Well, we're playing off a of knee, so he's getting. It seems like way too many. His handicaps is 16, so we'll just stick to handicaps. But uh, so yeah, 16. Ko's getting 14, so that was kind of the tiebreaker for those two. So feel good about that. Uh, and then Kevin Steffens was next. I mean, listen, he's a hot rod for for controversy, a lightning rod, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Well, uh, somebody to watch. Keep an eye. Somebody on. to watch. He's been known to multiple reasons to come upon a good lie when a good lie wasn't there um, to start with. Sometimes you just get lucky. Sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes. I agree. Sometimes. You in college, you'd hit one 80 yards into the woods mm -hmm. and would find it next to the fairways. Mm -hmm. These things happen. Totally by chance. So that's part of his game. That's how he gets in the other team's head. Uh, but man, he can he can string some, some rounds together. Um, no one's going to string five good rounds together no. in three days here, no. so no one's expecting that. Uh, but five as long as he can hit you know, two, three real good rounds and his bad rounds aren't too terrible, he's getting 19 strokes. Uh, so we like that. Got to watch his pace of play. Just got to watch it. Got to keep your eye on it. I mean, you can't, we're not, we don't want to be out here for four and a half hours. You know, let's but get you our golf in. you're in this group. And then let's get to the patio, spread out, mm -hmm. have some have some post drinks, some cigars, and enjoy sure. ourselves. Sure. Uh, and then Jim Martin, and I talked about this on the... Uh, Already an MVP of the trip. I talked about this on my team pick video, which I'm sure will be out there for the audience to see here this People week. People are waiting. People are waiting for it. Um, 
I don't, I don't know a ton about Jim's game. I played with him at least once at uh, Ruth Park about six years ago. Good uh, test. Good solid test. But he's a doctor and a leader. Like, how do you pass that up, you know? Especially when he can offer uh, a very uh, scheduled and uh, uh, seamless testing uh, curriculum yeah. ahead of the trip. Yeah. It, it can't be overstated how important that is. I, Early candidate for MVP. We'll get to that later. A pre-trip. Yes. Um, so that's my team. I feel good about it. I feel like we have we have a lot of talent in the group. Definitely have some. You got a lot of people in the group. You got five people. We got five people, but a lot of that, a lot of them are talented at the sport. But not necessarily what we're going to do though. Uh, so I'm pretty happy about it, and uh, looking forward. To, I, again, you'll see the video. Well, while you go over your team, I'll kind of talk about. Matchups. Yeah. Like well, I'll speak on behalf of our captain, uh, 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 Tim. Picked me first, which what an honor. What an I honor. mean, I can't even. Yeah. It's because he had to. You know, you you named who's on your team, and then you know wait. You know, once I tell you, he passed on all of them. Yeah, he passed on all those people. So, you know, that already is, is sort of a you know a B twelve shot. Yeah. To me. I, I, I feel like, uh, you know, I feel like he's, he's put his faith in me and, and his trust, and all, all I want to do is, is, is come through for him. So some motivation there. Um, then he went with uh, his brother, Kevin. Um, some might say a homer pick, but I actually think it's a risky pick, considering, you know, Kevin, his volatility. I mean, you know, we saw him in... In college, I'm not even talking about golf here. I, there's, you know, there's a chance that he might not make it to the golf course every morning in one piece, and that that could set him back. Or he might be one of those guys who who thrives under those conditions, who 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 prefers uh, to come to the course with you know like one eyeball hanging out of the socket and and uh, blood running out of his ears. <laughs> he for sure knows how to navigate it. One hundred percent. He's He's a seasoned veteran in starting out in the rough, so to speak. Yeah. And, and coming out of it. So. And we'll get to this, but we have, uh, I believe, an 8.45 start mm. Friday morning and then a 10 a.m. start Saturday. So a little, a little lazy start on Saturday, but There's again. A couple people at risk there for a Friday tea time. Yes. Yes, it might absolutely. be a... Uh, change on the way to the uh, tee box situation for a couple guys. Yeah, ideally just the equal amount of people from each team aren't able to make it, but we'll see. Fingers crossed. We'll see. It is a golf trip, so hopefully they find a way to actually play Hopefully they feel the responsibility based on the, the amount of money they'll be spending. Yes. Uh, then he went with Paul, mm -hmm. who uh, I haven't played golf with Paul, I don't think, since, since college. I think I played with him at Ruth Park with Jim. Okay. That's the last time I played with both okay. of them. Um, okay, I wasn't. I wasn't there. I, I assume that. he navigated that beautifully at Ruth Park. But um, you know, he's. I think probably the last time I played with him was at at Al Gustin, the uh, historic track. Yeah, in, renowned. Uh, Columbia. Renowned. You can play there on your parents' dime. So yeah, what's not to like? We all know what a true test of golf that is. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I think Paul's Paul's a bit of a wild card. I think to me, uh, who knows? I don't know what we're going to get out of Paul. And what you do know you're getting out of Paul is 
the comfy 27 strokes. Okay, that I like. Yeah. As long as he doesn't use all of them up on the front nine, uh, then I think we're in probably in pretty good shape. Yeah. That is 27 per round for the listening audience, if you want. Um, speaking of somebody who's going to get a healthy <laughs> amount of strokes and another wild card, and that's Pete, Pete Allen. I didn't know that Pete owned a set of golf clubs. Own he does, Dan. And uh, so that step one, well, check that box. Pete out, out in, soon to be married Pete, out yeah. in San Francisco now. Congrats to Pete and yeah. whatever his fiance's name. Yeah, I'm sure she's lovely. Um, Pete's getting how many strokes? Pete's getting a cozy 40 strokes. 40. So, and that's not for the weekend, gang. That is for every round. Is that Each right? Each and every round. That's right. That's impressive. Some holes, he'll get three strokes. That's he could uh, get a zero on a par three if he aces it. That's why I think Pete Pete might be a pretty, as much as it doesn't sound like he will be. Pete might be pretty important here. Um, if he breaks one thirty, he's beating people. Yeah, I, he, that's you know, doable. I think it's doable. In tough, tough, some tough holes out there, but there's I mean one thirty is. I certainly think that that's within the realm of possibility. So yeah, I agree. I'm looking forward more to seeing Pete, just Absolutely. as a person, than last seeing time him play golf. golf. I could actually, I could actually do without him playing golf. Last time you saw Pete, oh, in the person, it, it has it's got to have been five years at least, I would think. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I think that's about when he left for. Sounds about right. Yeah, about five or six years. Yeah. So. Yeah, looking forward to Who would have thought he was going to get married? He could be a totally different person. I don't know. I, I hope, hope he's not. not. Yeah, I hope he's not too much different. I hope not. But Pete is our uh, little engine that could. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's, he's, he's uh, I, I would say he's starting out as the caboose, but he, he could end up being the conductor. Yeah. And personally, for the Bogeyman Classic, we'd love it. We'd love it. There's been people who will be unnamed who have been scared to go on this trip. Yeah. Because, oh, it's a bunch of golf guys. No, no, no. Pete saw through the bullshit yeah. and said, hey, it looks like a good time with my buddies. I'm going to I'm gonna head out. He's taking a goddamn flight to uh, fucking Texas and then flying to Springfield. To Springfield, which I didn't even know you could fly into. A hardy fi alpha to Pete. Really, really. A, 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 whatever you call this thing I'm doing right, right. now that we did. Right, I get it. The tip of your cap, straight out. That's basically what straight it is. Straight out. Tip that's of the, the cap. cap. That's what it is. So, uh, that's our club. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot to get to, but what what is a key matchup or two you're excited about as far as the teams go? The biggest matchup to me is the third picks Absolutely. for each team. Or the second picks, I'm sorry. It's it's Kevin O'Connell yeah. and Eric Otto. 100%. Yeah. That's the big one. That's what I think is going to swing it. I think one of them is going to be like surprisingly good. Yep. And uh, I think that's going to be the uh, the kicker. Yeah, I, I think said Otto was an interesting pick because he he's the lefty, you know. I love the lefty. Yeah, I don't. I can't even. I, I don't remember enough about it to know if it even matters. No, it totally doesn't. No, totally. especially not for us. But. but hey, it's a different look. That's right. It's a totally different look. And uh, you know, we know the O'Connell line. We know the O'Connell. Uh, 
bread line, so to speak. So we, you know, Kevin's probably not going to stray too much from that. You know, he's going to, you know, he might flare a couple to the right, top a couple, and eh, no big deal. Like, but what I like about the O'Connell line is they're just they're just kind of steady mm -hmm. Eddie. Yeah. They don't get too pissed off. They just kind of they play along no matter how bad they're playing. And on a on a golf trip where you're playing a lot of holes and not that many days, you need guys uh, like that. And I think with Kevin and with Pete, I don't see either one of those guys getting too heated, no matter how they're playing. Not at all. No. And so that that could, that could be an advantage. That's a good a good aside. Um, if you had like a rage scale as far as someone's like, you know max rage on a golf course yeah how would you rank your team from least likely to rage to most likely to rage least uh, likely would be pete right and most likely would be me yeah i think like a hundred percent yeah that's yeah that's a pretty easy call yeah because i like the o'connell's won't get too upset i don't think i think paul's going in with like a cool okay golf trip we're just gonna have some fun right but if you care about your score which at least to start, I will. Uh, it's it's definitely me. I'll probably get the most pissed off. I think three or two years ago when Pat went. Yes. I think I on one tee shot. I actually, after making contact, basically just let the club go out of my hand, and it went flying behind me. I think that was Pat that I almost drilled in the head. It could have been O'Connell. And so that's just that's just. But that was just one hole. You know, that happens here and there. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's a three-day tournament. Yeah. I'm gonna try. Things happen. I'm gonna try and keep it as, as calm and level as I can. But uh, yeah, my team. I, look, I want to win. So my team upset. has some rage on it. You know, if I'm as I'm looking at it now, Jim least rage for sure. Uh, I think Stephens probably has me in the rage, uh, but. I can compete with anyone in the rage department on the right day for sure. Jake too, Otto. I, I mean, think Otto's sneaky ragey. Yeah, I, uh, we're gonna. There's gonna be some passion in that team room. I think Otto's you know? gonna have some expectations because he was just there. He, he just played pretty well. It's fair to have expectations there. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good point. Yeah, so that's gonna the get team. most frustrated. That's the team look and uh, a little bit of uh, behind the scenes behavioral uh, breakdown. Uh, yeah. What do we got next? You want names, to go to team names. We just we, we just went with yeah. the team names. We struggled with anything cute. Jake sent maybe the worst list in the history of. Yeah, Jake just googled team. team golf names. Uh, it was like you know all funny, really really hilarious play on words. Really really. Good I think stuff. he was serious by suggesting. I think that. he was too. Embarrassing, frankly. If you had to rank your team in terms of uh, comedic awareness, oh. I think oh. that one would be pretty easy for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, me and O'Connell talked about some different things, and we, we we decided that it would just get stale, like after saying it, like basically after the first day. Yeah. And then I just basically said, no one cares. Let's just let's just bill it like a boxing match. Yeah. And so uh, yeah. we even skipped the nicknames there, and we just went. We I like. Went over, I mean, you know, Kittrick O'Connell. In Makes future sense. years, just let the captains be the team name and keep it easy. Let's not overthink it's this. Part of the, uh, it's part of the uh, honor of being a captain. That's true. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. All right, we get into formats now? Format. All right. I'll break these down for us. And, uh, well, should we say that 
Thursday we're playing uh, Ozark. Correct. Friday we're 18 at Ozark. Correct. 36 at Buffalo Ridge yes. on Saturday. On Friday. Friday. Yeah. And then uh, 18 at Ozark, or 13 at Mountaintop. Correct. And 18 at Ozark right. on Saturday. Yeah. And I think we even, did we leave room in there for another Mountaintop? Uh, I mean, if you want to get up early, you could play Mountaintop. That's about it. There's not, or if you got there early on Thursday. Um, but otherwise, it's pretty, pretty packed. Uh, pro tip for those planning golf trips: we learned this last year. It took some heavy convincing to get Jake on board. But end your trip on Saturday and go home Sunday. It is fantastic. Instead of playing Sunday morning and then driving back in the afternoon. Yeah. That's a rough scene leave coming the, home. Leave the ride home as a, as a singular thing. Yeah, let celebrate Saturday night and then dread your drive home for sure Sunday morning. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's the layout. Now let's go over the farm. Yeah, so that's five rounds. Um, that mountaintop round is on an island. Uh, that is a singular tournament that we'll get to. Round one, Ozarks National. We're gonna play the Gold Tees, which is about 6,500 yards. Ozarks is pretty wide open. Um, honestly, if it's super wet, we might adjust that, but the problem is their next tee up is like 5,800 yards, which is a massive difference between the two. So we're going to give the golds a try on day one, see how it goes. We're going to do best ball net, uh, which is take the best net score from each hole for each team to compile one overall team score at the end of the round. So if you know, one guy on number one on my team gets a four and everyone else gets a five. We're taking that four as our team score for hole number one. We do that for all the holes to get an overall team score at the end of day one. So everyone's playing their own ball, uh, getting their strokes. Nice way to just have a natural entry. It's a good cushion, you know, because you know that you got, you, you basically got, you have a bad hole, but you know you got four other scores mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, as a cushion. So I think it's a good, it's a yeah. good, uh, it's a good way to start the trip, kind of low stress. Yeah. I guess with this, I guess we should say at the start out, we've got the team tournament going on where we will anoint a team winner at the end of uh, Saturday afternoon. And then also an optional individual tournament. Where you will keep your individual score, compete against anyone who options into uh, into that tournament. Uh, rounds one, two, and three go towards the individual. Rounds one, two, three, and five go towards the team uh, team again, event. Again, mountaintop being sort of mountaintop on its island. Round four, mountaintop is an island. Uh, so we kick off Friday morning at Buffalo Ridge. Uh, we're going to play the Gold Tees, which is 6,600 yards. Uh, in the morning there that is also a net score own ball um, so that is where we're gonna add up everyone's scores uh, at the end of the round to get the overall so that a little bit different than the morning where we're just taking the best score for each hole this is literally everyone plays your own ball you get an 18 hole score we add them up and we add that to the round one scores to get a rolling team score um, yeah. after round two. Yeah. Uh, we get a nice lunch at the, uh, I mean, the the accommodations, the clubhouses, the patios, the food areas at Big Cedar golf courses are 
second to none. So we'll enjoy like a $20 hamburger after the round. A couple of beers. And some $7 Budweiser's. Oh, baby. And, uh, you know, really get loose for our third round of the tournament, our second round of Friday. Uh, moving day. Moving day, yeah. Uh, it's big. This is Friday afternoon, 3 o'clock, we tee off. Um, this is the final round of the individual tournament, so it's quick. It's quick. You don't you don't have a lot of time to think about things in that individual tournament. It's it's happening. You're on or you're off. It's a sprint. I like it. I do too. It's a different, different uh, kind of style than we've done in uh, the previous four years. So. Uh, and round three is fun. We're gonna do Stableford with your net scores, so you get your you get your strokes uh, to break down the Stableford scoring. And Eagle gets you eight points. Eight, so forget about that. What that's a net. That's a net Eagle. Okay, the net might matter. Gets yeah. you eight points. A net birdie gets you four points. There'll be some of those. A par gets you two points. Mm. A bogey is zero. Doesn't, a lot of, a lot of doesn't help. Doesn't hurt. A double bogey or higher is a minus two on your score. That's the cap on the negative. That's the cap. Yeah, it's as high as you can go. There's no carryovers, there's no multipliers. Plain and simple, here's what you get. We're gonna add those up for each player and subtract that from the previous two round scores as far as the team game. Right. So, round one, round two, we add them up. Whatever your team scores at 200, you add up your Stablefords, you're at you know, 50, taking 200 minus 50, your team's at 150 after day two of, uh, of the bogeyman. So that's fun. Uh, good. And we'll have an individual winner after. Yeah, and that individual winner, yeah. I mean, what's that individual winner going to be like Saturday morning? I mean... Well, God forbid it's Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, amped up. I would think that you know they'll be riding on cloud nine. It's, uh, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna toss a few back. You know, there's only one winner. Yeah, the Bogeyman Classic. That's right. There. So there's only one Bogeyman Classic to my knowledge. So the uniqueness of the uh, of winning the championship, uh, you know. So you can't really put it into words. No, it's big. Say. It's big. Uh, only Jake and I have ever won. We've we've gone back and forth. He won 16 and 18. I won 17, 19. It's true. Under some some. Go on. Under some. Uh, I, last year's last year's winner. Your your win last year was totally legit. Thanks for uh, saying a that. A ridiculous uh, performance on Thursday at Rivercut. I can't. I, to get out of the car after a three-hour drive and shoot 74? 74. 74. That was a... On a course you've never played before. Not an easy course, I didn't think, by the way. No. Uh, that was pretty That was pretty impressive. And, you know, it was sort of over from there. Um, yeah, you guys kind of checked out after that. I don't know Not if it was necessarily purpose, but yes. over, but... That was that was pretty impressive. Uh, Jake's wins in the past have uh, been, in my opinion, a bit tainted because Jake is the one who's always whining about getting more and more strokes. And you know, I don't think it's any coincidence that he's he's whined his way into an extra stroke or two here and there, and then won a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. You know. Jake. Uh, so last year, I went. 
you went 82, 82, 86. I mean, any other year, that wins by a lot. Uh, your, your scores. Jake went 80, 90, 92. And won. No, Which, this is the last year. Oh, okay. Last year. Uh, let's see, the year, I don't have 2016, but 2018, he went 86, 83, 89. And won. He went 84, 82, 79. And he won by two. He was sweating hard yeah. that last Boy, day. Boy, I had a nine iron. You beat him by ten there. strokes. Yeah. You beat him by ten strokes on day three and uh, almost chased him down. So uh, I remember. Yeah. I remember the first year uh, on the final round at Gateway. You were up by so much that on seventeen, you were able to make like a nine on a par three or something. It's like hell of a memory. It was a nine. And still, yeah. uh, I had a. A nice big fat cushion going into 18. One by 19. Yeah, you swung and With missed the ball like four times in the in the fescue. Yes, on right, 17, right next to a bunker. And now that I know rules, I would have clearly just played. Yeah, you just played taking it unplayable. unplayable. Yeah, I didn't know the rules back then. But uh, that was that was just like you were up by so much. I think I was your caddy. You were. You caddied that round. Yeah, and I was just like you, you swung and missed, and I was like, yeah, just try that again, and then. Yep, just try that again. Hey, we got plenty of time. We got plenty to give here. Just keep trying until you get it out. And uh, sure enough, you got it out to make a tidy nine. <laughs> and you, I think you probably still won by like... Yeah, by 19. By 19. By 19. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Jake, we're uh, trying to hone in the, 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 the format and the strokes and all well, that. Well, you're not going to like that Jake's getting 13 this year. Yeah, well, uh, he's got, he's got good thing about Jake, four strokes on you. The good thing for us about Jake is... Anytime he pulls the driver out of the bag, which he will do because he's stubborn, we're in good shape. Stubborn like, might be generous. He might he, just be dumb. He, he could be dumb. He knows where it's going every single time. Yeah. Every single time, and yet he just continues to reach for it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, even though there won't be any galleries, not big galleries, right, not this big. year's event. Yeah. Six or um, seven buffaloes off the first right. hole. So. Um, watch out. Yeah, was right. Watch out. Trust that fence. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so getting a mountaintop Saturday morning. Mountaintop's fun. We've talked about it. It's 13 hole, short right. course, all par threes, I think. Um, some of the best views there among the three courses we play. Yep. Just a perfect golf trip, golf course. As your finisher, as your starter, as your extra round on a day. Doesn't matter. It is a must-play. We played it twice last year. The first time we played it with our goofy games that we had playing, and the second time we played it with only a seven iron. Um, awesome. And it was really, really fun. Yeah, uh, O'Connell awesome. almost got his blackballed from there. Yeah. Negotiating like a, a $20 discount. Yeah. For the four of us, it's not 20. I don't think it was, wasn't it like five dollars per person. Yeah. Yeah. And he was gone for every bit of 20 minutes. I had to go arguing. in there and, and argue with the, uh, the poor the, woman. The poor lady who was there was just like, hey, idiot, just pay the money. I, I don't know. She doesn't make any decisions. And O'Connell argued with her to get us like a $20 discount. And I got to say, when he came out, I felt really good about that. I felt like, you know, we're, we're real people. We're real, <laughs> real men here getting a $5 discount per person. Jay came out with 20 beers. Mm -hmm. O'Connell came out in a verbal altercation with a 50-year-old woman who never had a bad comment said to her in her life working at Mountain Town. Yeah. 
Anyway, we're back. Classy. We're back. He booked a tea time. It got through, so we're good. Mm -hmm. um, we're gonna do Probably a match. The suit in them. We're gonna do a match play uh, format here. So we're gonna we're gonna announce our pairings Friday night or Saturday morning. Um, yeah. And you will go off playing. We're gonna go off as a tensum because that's the thing at Mountaintop. You can go off as a big group as you want. And we're gonna play match play. And. Um, again, this is a it's solo thing. Everyone's putting in some extra money per man for this. I think 25 a man. Um, Backstopping is heavily in play. Yeah, with for 10 sure. balls flying around for sure. Per hole. So and this be, is a it'll be awesome. Simply, the most points wins. There will be no ties. Any tie will be broken on the putting green. If we can get on to number one to break the tie and set or something, fine. But otherwise, broken on the putting green. Yeah. That'll be a lot of fun. And then we close out the week. At uh, a Saturday afternoon at Ozarks National, uh, playing the gold tees again. I forgot to mention at round three at Buffalo Ridge that Friday afternoon, we're going to play the Blues 6,200 yards. So we're going to switch the tees up um, from Friday morning to Friday afternoon. Yeah, that'll give everybody uh, a greater chance, but in all reality, no better chance of yeah, making lower almost scores. Almost zero difference. Yeah. So. Uh, and then round five. TBD to an extent, the format we're going to go with, but uh, the tentative one we have in place is a shamble or maybe a straight up scramble. Uh, there was some discussion on, on each, uh, but basically we're going to have uh, three people from one team play as their own scramble or shamble, whatever we go with, and then the other two will play as a two-man shamble or scramble, uh, and then teams will take the scores from each of the two sub teams if you would and combine them into one overall score so whatever if the threesome that's playing as a scramble shoots you know an 80 the other one shoots an 80 the team gets a 160 um, and then we'll add that to our uh, yeah. post uh, I look for the, the highest scores to be on Saturday afternoon because I think that mountaintop's a great course to, to get into the booze it's all bit. walking. It's all walking. Which affects certainly one person in particular on the trip. Yeah. But gotta watch probably out multiple. That, that ACL is, is vulnerable. There. Ankles, ACLs. Yeah. Five rounds in basically a day and a half. Or two and a half days in two and a half days. It's a lot of golf. It's a beautiful thing. It's a lot of swings. It's a beautiful thing. People are going to be probably a little gassed and probably boozing heavily yeah. I by think that round. Fitness could play a role. Yeah. And uh, that doesn't speak well for anybody, really. So, so big numbers, and which I like, because that's gonna it's gonna be a lot of volatility. I hope so. I hope the variance, the I delta, do. if it, if it. If I do. Well. I hope we're I hope yeah. we're competing down the stretch. And to text each other updates on what's needed on uh, yeah. on the closing hole. Yeah. So. There's there's also there's also no no booze requirement. Not at all. And as you know, we sort of alluded to earlier. There are a few people on each team uh, that might might hit the sauce a little bit harder than others. Yeah. And uh, I, I plan to be. I plan just as in good faith to be at least somewhat lubricated throughout. Yeah. Um, I think everybody does, but I, you know, some guys are like a snowball. Uh, once they have one. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Keep, once, keep sometimes once you have your first seven dollar Budweiser, yeah, from the cart girl, it's tough to turn down the second. Well, it's $7 so reasonable, Budweiser. and that's what that's what makes it so enticing. Yeah, for sure. So, so that's what we got for rounds. And I formats. love the format. 
Yeah, I, I love having more people. It's it, going to be great. It was um, tricky to figure out. So mm -hmm. for, again, first time with teams and multiple meetings. We're all over the map as far as skill level goes. So, mm -hmm. but I think we've done as, as good a job as we can for year one here. Okay, we got the format down. Now let's talk expectations. Hmm. What are you? Okay, so what are you looking forward to most? Could be anything. What are you looking forward to? most when we get to the tee and you're finally there first tee Thursday afternoon what are you looking forward to most well selfishly I, I learned I get to hit the ceremonial that's opening tee shot that's that big. is that's, that's an honor no one's gonna be able to take that away absolutely it's never happened I got a little surprise for everyone oh boy in store you guys hear about that in the post teaser folks post tournament podcast that we'll do uh, oh boy. But yeah. man, yeah. the whole, you know, every golf trip, you know, you focus on the golf and the golf and the planning the golf and this and that. Man, it's just fun to be out there with, with a group of gentlemen competing. Uh, you don't get to honestly compete. There's only so much competing you can do with your three year old or your poor wife. Mm -hmm. But this is an actual chance to get out there and, and, uh, and compete and lose some money. Yeah. Um, so I just look forward to that part of it. And uh, certainly, I look forward to dry weather. It, it, it needs good. to not rain. That would be good. The last time we were there, we caught extremely good weather on, at, at the 36 at Buffalo yes. Ridge. Yes. Yes. And then just like out of nowhere, when we played Ozark, it was like a northern clipper came. Yeah. Out. In August, it was like 55 and windy and rainy. Yeah. And. You know, I think we've talked about before, we feel like we haven't even played Ozark yet. No. None of us had rain gear or anything. Yeah, we had shorts no idea what we were doing there. I don't think we got to appreciate that course no. as much as um, we will this time around. But yeah. I, I echo that. I think, yeah. for me, I'm looking forward to being there and uh, with, the, with the fellas and uh, the camaraderie. And, I mean, quite frankly, how often do you see a group of athletes like this get together in one place I mean, and just it's like a showcase it is it is so i'm looking forward to seeing how sharp everybody is how over under on white belts oh god i'm gonna uh, it's the a over two stroke under, penalty officially in the yeah in the i think we're gonna have to wave that guideline yeah, yeah, i think we, we probably for to wave that you're right well so we know okay so I, since we know it was waived Yes. Within the group of four, which the original group of four is uh, myself, Tom, Tim, and Jake. We know Jake will have one. Yes. We know that. Yes. I am almost sure that Otto has one. I don't know why. He's not sure of that. I he had think... white sunglasses at some point in his life. So. Okay. That, well, that's something. Connect the dots. That's something there. to ban in the future as well. <laughs> I, think, I think the over-under is one and a half because we know Jake will have one. And will anybody else show up with one? Yeah. I, I think Otto might have one. He's a snazzy dresser. Like, I th he's on top of the the trends and stuff like that. Pete, Pete's been in, in California for four or five years, Pete, you I think? Pete pinned for, like, one I'd of be, those old man braided belts. I'd be disappointed in him if he yeah. had one, but that would be my next best guess. I, I mean, Pete could show up with, like, corduroy shorts and shit. And like, who knows? <laughs> I, I think, you know, the over-under on corduroy shorts should be set at a half. <laughs> But uh, so I'm gonna say one and a half on that. All right, Jake for sure. 
and it's just whether or not anybody else shows up with one. I will not be showing up with a white belt. No. I can assure you I that. would play beltless before I put a white belt I was belt hoping on. to to, uh, to, to uh, update my inventory, but, you know, with things being as they are financially, sure. Sure. I decided not to. Uh, so I'm just going to have to get um, creative with combinations. Yeah. Scripting will start uh, tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah. I know that all my Instagram followers are looking out for that. Yep. Um, follow me on Instagram at something. I don't even know what my Instagram handle is. Dan O'Neill? Um, it's probably something like my name, yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, I had a lot of good, good, solid feedback on, uh, well, I should say confused feedback on last year's scripting posts. Um, anybody who I work with was like, what are, you, what are you posting your clothes on Instagram for? And so, you know, whatever. Ignorance is bliss. So you get, tell you know, Louie get with off. You know? Yeah. Well, Louis. And uh, so yeah. So I echo your sentiment on that. What I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to being there. Quite frankly, that's yes. That's the biggest thing. It's going to go by really, really fast. I'm going to do everything yeah. I can to slow it's it down. Tight skin. in my mind. Yeah. Smart. Um, okay. So favorite hole. What's your favorite hole? At Mountaintop, Buffalo Ridge, Ozark. Favorite hole overall? Yeah, to your point, I like really don't remember Ozarks at all. I remember being cold and rainy and just wanting <laughs> the only to get I, that round over. The only thing I really remember is the par three we played twice. That's right. Because we went, we, we played the wrong hole. Poor signage. Time. Poor signage, if you ask me. It happens to everybody. Uh, so my favorite hole, man, it, not to play because it's. It's got to be the hardest one on the course, but the par five, really Buffalo Ridge. Oh boy, it's so interesting, pick. impressive. Just the layout of it, and then the green area. I mean, it's this tiny ass green. You got the creek right in front of it. You got the big giant bridge behind it. Like a waterfall somewhere in there. There's just so much going on in that hole. Uh, that's the one that sticks out the most. Yeah, uh, the bridge is me. cool. It's a true. It's hard as hell. That's though. a true hard, three hard, shot hard, five, hard. and it's like you got to hit really three really good shots. Yes. Yeah, it's really hard. Uh, the green is so small. Small, yeah, clear water. It's elevated. Like it's a really fucking hard hole, but that's the one that jumps out. That's a good hole. Yeah. Uh, for me, for me, Buffalo Ridge is the best course. One of the best courses I've ever played, period. Yes. It's, for me, the definitely the best course I've ever played in Missouri. And one of the reasons it's that is the first hole. The first hole, oh, I, I think, is hole. my favorite hole, hole that I've ever played. Yeah. Um, I don't think it can, and there's not a lot of courses that you go to where the first hole just kind of blows you away that's why i hesitated to say it there should be more there should be more courses like that because it's i remember it i remember yeah. the first hole like it's my backyard it's and not it's a it's a gettable par five mm -hmm. um, downhill slight dog leg left you hit a good drive uh you hit a downhill mm -hmm. it's downhill the whole way so you hit your drive slightly downhill and it's pretty wide yeah um and then you hit your second shot into a uh, not a very deep green, I wouldn't say. But no. It's long. So, yeah. you know, for, to the eye, 
it feels like you have a, a, a good landing area. And uh, yeah, like you said, I, I like par fives as a first hole. I like yeah. that. And I like even more gettable par fives. Yeah. And you don't feel like you have to kill your tee shot in order to get it there in two. Um, I, it's a really comfortable hole. It's a really scenic hole. You got the buffaloes on the left, and you got kind of the the open area and the range on the right. And uh, that that hole is my favorite hole. Yeah. I think maybe uh, that I've ever played domestically. Tough to it's tough to beat some of the stuff. Argue. Some of the stuff overseas with the, the ocean and stuff oh, like sure. that. I, you know, like but in context. Uh, I love that hole. That it's, yeah, I'm I'm happy we're playing 36 here. Get to play it twice. I love that hole. That's my favorite hole, and I think probably, which is our next topic, that's probably my favorite shot. My favorite shot is either the tee shot or the second shot on the first hole at Buffalo Ridge. I think I just love it. Yeah, like they're they're back to back great. Great shots, easy on the eye, and it just it just you just kind of ease into the course that way. Yep. And uh, I love that hole. And more courses should focus on making the first hole a wow. Just like you're you're just you're dialed in. You're you're you're, you're kind of blown away from the start. So that that's my favorite. Uh, yeah, and don't be afraid to make it a par shot. five. Like too yeah, many, too many courses Love just do a run in the middle par four. Right. It's the you know tenth hardest hole on the course. Yep. Uh, so I, I would imagine like that that's probably that that's probably in the top three easiest holes on in terms of uh, rating at Buffalo Ridge. I bet it's, it it's one, two, or three. I bet fifth hardest hole. Okay. Well, I was wrong. So whatever. Number two is the hardest hole. We won't get into that. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. What's fourth, your favorite shot? Favorite, my favorite shot we've had, or like shot I'm looking forward to the most on the trip. Let's say the yeah, the the, the shot you're looking forward to hitting the most. Ah, uh, it's probably something on mountaintop. I will say my um, number one is probably my second favorite hole five at Buffalo Ridge. It's that you tee off part four, you tee off up top. Yeah, there's. Big lake, right of the green. Yep. I love that tee shot. I'm a sucker for an elevated tee box where I get to hit a fade. Uh, so that one is fun. Uh, Tough second shot, though. Yeah, it's a visual. It's a, yeah, yeah. Is that water is for someone who plays it. Plays it uh, a fade is uh, much in play. I like that one too. That's. That takes you down into kind of that valley there, mm-hmm. yeah. where the lake is, and there's that that, that bridge. There's a halfway house. I think, I think down it's your there. first introduction to the the bridge scene. Yeah, at uh, that's at a Buffalo really Ridge. really strong hole. I think, and and you can hit driver there. You got to hug the left because I think if you flare from where we're playing, I think if you flare the driver right a little bit, I think you can reach the water. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I think you're right. So there's favorite. options off that tee, and it's downhill. Mm-hmm. So you feel like if you go with iron, you know you're okay. That's a good shot. I, I like that hole a lot. Too. I do like um, 13 at Mountaintop. Mm-hmm. That's a cool finish. That's the last hole. Right? That's yeah. the last hole. Yeah, with the big limestone. 
I think my favorite hole at mountaintop is the one that's like basically straight downhill. Yes. And you could you could basically putt it down to the green. Yeah. Yeah. And I like it because you could putt it down to the green. You could take whatever club you want and just knock it down the hill. It's all fairway leading to the green. And uh, yeah, I like that one. Yeah. I like that one. I like mountaintop. Every hole at mountaintop is pretty darn good. Yeah. Thirteen. Second hole is just kind of whatever, but. I remember the second hole, which I played in the year. second hole is like that. It's like 165 yards, and it's like kind of uphill to an yep. elevated green, and yep. it's a two-tiered green. Big it's actually kind of a tough hole. It is. One of the more challenging. Long yeah. and uphill. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, mountaintop. Yeah, the finisher is 95 yards. A uh, little bit of an elevated green. But there's just all that. I mean, there's limestone all over that course. There's that cool limestone background. you got the clubhouse, like... Right above it, yeah. That's a cool shot. 18, I think, at Buffalo Ridge should also be mentioned. Another yeah, good hole. hole. You got, got Tigers, Tigers course. Last time. Off on the left. Oh my, yeah. And then I think it's the second shot on that hole that's really cool. The green, part from five. the fairway, yeah. The green sort of sits in like just kind of like the horizon. And once you get up to the green, it just kind of like opens up into the into the the hills basically and you can see for a mile and yeah that's a that's a great closing hole that's why buffalo ridge is so great the opener and the closer yeah. are two of the best holes on the course that's so true that's part five that, i love that course just love it yeah uh okay predictions let's get into predictions yeah. first let's get into team which team do you like uh and then let's get into who you think. There isn't an MVP award per se, um, but who you think is going to sort of be the MVP of the trip that's going to put their team over the top. God, so I like my team, obviously. I'm going to sure. pick my team. Sure. I just think if if my team plays their version of average golf mm-hmm. and your team plays their version of average golf, mm-hmm. that my team wins. Uh it's a bold prediction. The, yeah, the, the uh, great equalizer. If if Pete shoots some sub 125, 130 rounds, like he's gonna, it's gonna take a good score from Stefan's Jim to beat him. So I think he's a key cog. You've uh, joked about it, but you've joked about. Kevin O'Connell maybe struggling for the early tee times. The second less talked about piece of that is that well, Kevin rubbed off on his brother mm. on the nighttime affairs. Because mm. we know his brother at yeah. this stage can't handle it as well the next no. day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if he he weakens his, his, his brother that way, that's going to really impact Team O'Connell. Um, so I like my team. MVP... Yeah, it's, I don't know what direction you want to go with MVP. MVP doesn't se. necessarily have to come from the winning club, I wouldn't say. No, not could at all. be a Glenn Hall. Are situation. you going for like who you think the best golfer is going to be, or just who's the best on the whole? Trip? I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna MVP to me is who makes the biggest impact on the team. So uh, in other words, who's going to be the best golfer on your team? The best golfer on your team is going to be you. I would, I would, it would take something, right, out of the ordinary for it not to be you in terms of score. Sure. But who is gonna, 
who's going to make the biggest difference? Who might do something that you might not expect? That would be the MVP of this trip. Yeah. I, yeah okay. So I look at that. It kind of falls back to Otto versus KO. But I'll, I'll take a different way and say I think Steffens could be the linchpin to our team. Because sometimes when he goes south, like it goes real south. Um, so if he can avoid the huge valleys, um, then he, if you're looking at it handicap to handicap, it's going to be tough for Paul to beat like Stephens um, if he's going that way. So we got, uh, we, we got, we got four minutes here. Three four and a half minutes. Rapid. All right, pick your MVP. Okay, winning team is Team O'Connell. Uh, I think it's. I actually think the way we've set it up, it's going to be pretty close. I, do I too. hope yeah. it's going to be I pretty do close. Um, God, and I think, I think the, the person who's going to make the biggest impact. I think it's me. I like it. I, I just, think it's going to be me. It. I think, I think because we're playing off you this year. You're getting every strokes other year, for the first yeah, time in your life. That's right. Every other year, we've played off of me. Yeah. And so. I've carried that, I think. Maybe maybe too much. Maybe I'm a head case in that way. But now i got nothing on my shoulders. Now I can just play. I haven't played in, uh, like, four months. And so, but, I mean, I could, I could potentially shoot in the 70s. Yes, that's true. Um, both times at Buffalo Ridge and maybe once at Ozark or something like that. And if, if I'm really strong... I think we're going to be pretty tough to beat. And so, in that way, I've put a little bit of burden on myself. I mean, your worst round at these courses is an 86 at Ozarks. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you've shot in, uh, in all tough 80, you've shot in three 82s at Buffalo Ridge, which is interesting. That would, I would call that a, a trend. That's, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a okay score there. Let's wrap it with who's going to win the individual. Uh, Get your picks in. Um... Are you on yourself? No. I, I mean, you just told me before we sat down that O'Connell just played really well. I like momentum. Yeah. I am, I'm a to, I have zero idea how I'm going to play just because I haven't played. The range means literally nothing. Um, and you said O'Connell just played really well today and, and almost caught you straight up. Yeah. So if he's playing like that, if he's, if, if he's off the tee, then I like him. Because he's getting a good, he's getting a good amount of strokes, and if he's getting off the tee, um, I think O'Connell's is, is going to be tough to beat. That would be that'd be my pick for the individual. Makes your bad podcast, but O'Connell was going to be my pick as well. He has eliminated the big miss off the tee in the last year, um, so he's he's always in play. Um, on the, my, my second pick will be me if I play my best no one's yeah, going to catch me putter, if you got the putter going too no one's going to catch me speaking but, of eliminating the big miss off the tee you've honed it in yes that's uh, not a fear of mine anymore but I'll go O'Connell second pick would be me you're going O'Connell I'm going O'Connell I'm not going to pick a second second nah. is me yeah I agree it's All O'Connell right. um, okay gang that's it the first podcast yeah. of the Bogeyman Classic 
damn near 60 minutes of, I would say, interesting, mouthwatering talk. Yeah, I agree. I made it happen. Guys, yeah, I hope you guys all enjoy it. And uh, look out for the conclusion podcast uh, next week. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. We'll see Dan, you next time. Be well.